Welcome to Storytime with Grandma Rachel. I'm Grandma Rachel, and it's time to settle in. Get comfy in your favorite overstuffed chair. Escape into your imagination and the power of story. Listen in or read along. The choice is yours. I hope you'll join in often because story time is one of the most memorable ways to share time with the people you love. Let's get started. Bubbles and Lost Dreams, Chapter 11, Meeting Moon Billy and Abby returned to the base of the ridge as quickly as possible. The sticky quilza at the den entrance had plodded off into hiding. Radar was scouting for more quilza and Spunky was waiting impatiently. Molly is taken, carried away by the scruff of her neck, presumably by one of your friends. A great big golden cream-colored dog trotted up the tunnel shortly after your howl, explained Billy. I suspect he or she intended to return your howl, but then the quilza appeared. It was brilliant, Spunky. Billy set up a trip-fling thingy to throw honey balls at anything that tried to get into the cave, explained Abby. What is the best way to communicate with your friend, asked Billy. I'm not sure it was my friend, argued Spunky. They would not have been rough with her if she had used his or her name. She called him Sir, clarified Billy. Oh dear, do you think she might be with wolves, Spunky? cried Abby. Do you think they will hurt her? Oh, and Abby started to cry again. No, Abby, all we know is that the big dog picked her up by the scruff of her neck and carried her away, much like a mama dog carries a puppy. I truly believe Molly is not hurt, explained Billy. In fact, I believe Molly was taken for her own protection. And Spunky, I imagine being alone in the Champlain Ridges for many months might make one a bit gruff when suddenly approached by a stranger however sweet. Radar returned. The badges are afoot, but far from here. It looks like they might have teamed up with the Quilza. Abby sobbed even louder, hearing this news from Radar. Oh, Radar, this is dreadful, just dreadful. Molly might be captured by a wolf, and now the Quilza are teaming up with the Badgers. For now, we need a place to stay for the night out of sight of the Quilza, suggested Billy, and he led them to a nearby cave one or two turns into the lower tunnels. Spunky was very calm. It seemed one of his lost friends had been found, and Molly might actually be with him or her. We should go to the ravine in the morning, announced Abby confidently. And with that, she stopped crying and curled up under Spunky's ear. She knew Molly was safe. Molly knew to relax when being carried by the scruff of your neck, so she relaxed as much as possible until the great big dog stopped and put her down. Who are you, and how do you know about this cave? Why did you leave the Quilza here? demanded the huge dog. Molly listened very calm. You look just like Spunky, though he doesn't talk nearly as much. He prefers to roll in the grass or splash in the creek, said Molly, smiling. You must be Moon. It's very nice to meet you. I am Molly. How do you know my name, grunted Moon. Spunky told me, of course, silly, Molly answered with a bit of a giggle. Moon sat on his haunches filled with sadness. No one but Spunky calls me Moon, said Moon. He disappeared without a trace after the great fire. 
That is what he thinks about you, replied Molly. I am very sorry about the Quilza. I wanted to stop you from ruining a trap we had set for them at the entrance of the cave. You would have been covered in honey if... But Mood interrupted, we? Who is we? There were more of you? Yes, myself, my twin sister Abby, and William, a mountain goat. He devised the tripwire honeyball trap. It was brilliant. We should go. Spunky is waiting for us at the bottom of the ridge near the river, with Radar, a bee scout friend of ours. Spunky cannot climb as easily as Abby and Billy, so... We will go to the ravine early tomorrow morning, said Moon. The ravine in the morning? Why not here and now? asked Molly. We cannot risk walking into a trap. If Spunky was caught, they would have taken his pendant and returned to their headquarters by the Champlain Gate, and they would be fighting over it. When morning arrived, Moon carried Molly, this time on his back, and trotted down and around and up tunnels, twisting and turning, until they popped into a narrow ravine. The sun was shining high above them, but it was dark and damp at the bottom of the ravine. Molly heard an eagle screech and looked up. I wonder if this is the same ravine we crossed earlier on this journey, Molly thought to herself. That's odd. There's usually a small stream here, said Moon. This way. Now that they were out of the tunnels, Molly walked on her own. She could not get lost since there was only straight up or out. The trot through the ravine was delightful and chatting with Moon was easy. He was like a talkative spunky. Do you like to boing, Moon? Molly asked. Oh, yes, we learned how to do that as puppies long, long ago, said Moon. The three of us, we had... But his voice trailed off into silence. Yes, Shine, I'm sorry, said Molly, sensing that Moon was very sad. Spunky said he was looking for two friends. Here we are, said Moon. This ravine comes out near the Champlain Gate, so we must be careful. The quilza live in holes around the base of its stone pillars. Moon then dropped and rolled in some mud, and he suggested Molly do the same. A little bit of camouflage never hurts, he said. There is an abandoned eagle's nest under the bridge, said Moon. We can eavesdrop on them from there. Stay close. Together, the pair climbed to Moon's spy nest over the quilza headquarters. Where did they get honey around here, complained at quilza. There is none after that fire. Mixed with sand, this stuff is itchy and it's impossible to sleep, complained a second quilza. Oh, stop complaining. At least you still have your quills, said another. We were plucked. Someday we will get even. Shut up, will you? Go to sleep or leave, interrupted a fourth quilza. Maybe we should team up with the badgers. There are a lot of them, suggested Gruff. They might provide a strong front and distraction while we steal his pendant. Ah, good. They don't have his pendant, said Moon. Time to go. Okay, friends, that's it for today. I'm Grandma Rachel, and I believe adventure has a way of finding those who look for it. Will you dare to look? Remember, your imagination is brilliant. Use it every single day. Until next time, this is Grandma Rachel. See you soon.